Well, welcome to the third installment of Joy to the World and Joy to You. So as believers in Jesus, we are on a journey of joy. The angels, the angel announced to the shepherds 2,000 years ago that the coming of the king of heaven, born as a little baby, would bring good news that would cause great joy for all the people. We're a part of that. Sitting here today, this is all the people. That includes you and me. And so Luke 2 verse 10 has been our watchword that we want to memorize, that we want to get in our hearts. Let's get that up here. And if everyone, let's, let's say our watchword together. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. And we, our theme hymn that we've been working through has been joy to the world. And focusing on a verse each uh, week and then continuing to add in as, as the weeks go on. As we sing the joy to the world at the end, we keep adding those verses until next week. We're going to sing the whole entire hymn, Joy to the World, together. And to go back just a little bit for those that might be uh, with us today that haven't been a, a part of the journey. In week one, we looked at the v- first verse about heaven and nature singing together how we're supposed to join in with heaven in faith to give God our praise, uh, and also how every heart should prepare him room. That Each of us can do that, despite the busyness and distractions that we have all around us, to, to prepare him room in our hearts. Then, week two, last week, uh, our second verse told us to repeat the sounding joy. And we were encouraged to repeat the sounding joy through our words and our lives instead of repeating our negativity, our concerns, and our worries. Say, we want to, we want to start repeating what is good, what is joyful. To have our words you know, lift up others who are around us, not bring others down. And now, today, we get to verse 3. We have that up here. So no more let sin and sorrow grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessing flow far as the curse is found, far as the curse is found, far as, far as the curse is found. We go right into our first point this morning, and that is, there comes a time when we need to say, no more. That's the very beginning of the verse. We says, no more, let sin and sorrow grow. So there comes a time when we say, no more. Haven't we all had those times when we have felt, enough is enough. Something needs to change. I need to change. And that's what this is all about. When we get beyond placing the blame on our circumstances, 
And when we stop pointing the finger at other people, and by God's grace, we look in the mirror and we see that we need to change. God helps us when not just looking at what else, what is going wrong all around us or other people are to blame to say, Lord, maybe it's time for me to change. And Jesus meets us there with mercy and says, I'm here. We're going to do this together. Jesus comes to make his blessing flow far as the curse is found. So no matter what the curse may be, his blessing, his love, his redemption will be there. Our next point today is that Jesus wants to make his blessing known through every curse that you experience. Now, when we are talking about the curses of life, uh, we're not talking about voodoo uh, or, or actually, you know, being under a curse. But I believe the curses in this hymn, Joy to the World, and that we hear about in Scripture, these, these curses represent the fallen world that we live in, where sin is prevalent, where Satan roams, and where we experience cancer and heart attacks, poverty and pain. See, all these things are kind of part of those curses that we feel deep within that we don't want to go through. And it's here just for a time, the Lord tells us, just for a time. But we go through them. And in going through them, I wholeheartedly believe that if we just sticking to ourselves and, and our own strength, we're ruined and we're without hope. But with Jesus, that's the key here. But with Jesus, we will overcome all these things and we might bear the scars. There may be scars, but he is taking us onward and upward. In the end, Jesus will reverse every curse. That's good news. That's what we hear about in the scripture. That's when we get to the end of the book, Revelation. We hear how it's all going to come together. All will be made right through Jesus. He will reverse every curse. Amen. And in talking to his disciples before his impending death, before going to the cross to pay the penalty for the sins of the whole world, Jesus told the disciples, you're going to go through a time of sorrow. But then he also told them that joy would be coming. And I want to read these verses here for us. This is in John chapter 16. You will grieve, but your grief will turn to joy. 
A woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come. But when her baby is born, she forgets the anguish because of her joy that a child is born into the world. So with you, now is your time of grief, but I will see you again, and you will rejoice, and no one will take away your joy. No one will take away your joy. In the Old Testament book of Ecclesiastes, we are told that there is a time for everything under heaven. A time for everything. There's a time to tear down, but a time to build up. There's a time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. And yes, a time for grief, but then also a time for joy. To help us with this, I want to read a short story that I read in the upper room. Uh, This is from uh, this year, from November 24th. It's called The Best and the Worst of Times. And this looks at how even joy can come through grief. I want us to hear this testimony uh, from Diana Derringer from Kentucky. She said, with my husband Talmadge's brain tumor diagnosis, we looked death in the face. Yet out of the ugliness of scalpels and scans, healthy tissue destroyed with disease, muscle weakness, weight loss, nausea, and fatigue, grew increased gratefulness for daily strength and the meeting of our basic needs. The Bible's declaration of God's never-failing presence moved from our heads to our hearts, and we began living out our faith in new and different ways. Employment lost became family time gained. We learned to appreciate the present rather than constantly planning for what could be. We recognized the futility of worry and the value of joy in every circumstance. Psalm 94, verse 19. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. I know that you have had pain and grief and anxiety in your past. And I know that in some measure that we all, all of us, have some pain and grief and anxiety today. But Jesus can bring us joy. He will give us a joy that no situation or no person can take away. 
I know we don't always feel it, but I want you to know that joy is coming. No matter what you have been through, and no matter what you are going through, joy is coming. Moments of joy are on their way. As we close today, in our faith assignments, continue to look at, continue to memorize Luke 2, verse 10. It tells us, do not be afraid. There's so many things that give us fear. The angel said to them back then and to us today, do not fear. For I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people and for us. Continue to share moments of joy. Just like we were sharing on Sunday mornings. We're starting to share on our church Facebook page. Continue to share those moments of joy. And lastly, if you are having a hard time sharing moments of joy because you're going through a really hard time, be courageous enough to share with someone else what you're going through. It takes courage. You might not feel joy right now. Share with someone else what you're facing because it's when we share that others can care. And you might be very surprised when you let others know what you are going through and they start caring for you that a deep sense of joy will emerge. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, reverse every curse in our lives through your redemption, through your love that knows no end. Come to make your blessing known to us, our families, our community, and bring joy in the midst of our challenges, our grief, our trials, and our anxieties. Keep us open to the precious moments of joy that you give us. We thank you, Jesus. Amen.